Bez Hashem, continue in Brachos, Daf Chof, Amr Aleph, and on the top of the Amud, the three lines down, the Gemara says as follows. Amr Lei Rapopo Labaya. Rapopo asked Abaya the following question. Maishno Rishoyim Nisrachish Lo Niso, Maishno Anan Duloy Nisrachish Lo Niso. What's the reason why in the previous generations, the early generations, they had nisim happen to them. They had miracles that happened to them. Yisrachesh lam nisa. But us, we're not having miracles like they did. So the understanding is that the Gemara is going to ask, well, if they learned, we learned, not only did we learn, we learned to some degree even more than they learned. So why are we not having nisim like they had a nisim? Let's see. If it's because the Rishonim, they were greater than us in the learning... In the generation of Rabbi Yehuda, they learned Seder Nezikin. There are six starim of, of Shas, and they learned Seder Nezikin, specifically Baba Kamo, Baba Baba Basra. But they were not Bekiyim in the other starim of Shas. So, so what's Pshad over here? They only learned, they focus on Seder Nezikin. Now, this goes to the Shittasri of Rabbi Yehuda, because Rabbi Yehuda said, Man de boy chasida, a person who wants to become a chasid, he should be Isaac in Seyed and Ezekiel. Right? We learn all six starim. So, 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 that's not really going to be such a great answer to say that they learn and we learn, because we learn even more than they learned. Now, it could be in regards to what we're going to see, it could be that the quality level, what they learned of Satan Zikin was still on a higher madrega, even though it was less material. Kiyavamati Rav Yehuda Ba'uksin, Rav Yehuda, when he came to Meseches Uksin, one of the harder Meseches of, of Shas, of Mishnayis, and he would learn, a lady that is pickling, soaking a vegetable, in in the the pot of law and some say he was learning the Mishnah and Uksin Parakbeis Mishnah about the zeisim shekoshim betarfein alis that were being submerged, being pickled in their leaves. Tahirim, they are tahar. They, those alis are tahar. Okay, a whole discussion of the Mishnah over there, which now we can get into. That's the example. So Amar Rabbi Yehuda would say when he didn't know the reason for this. The difficulties of these sugyas of Uksin is as if it's the difficulties of the questions of Rav and Shmuel. Okay? And Rav is saying, And we, that does not, might not be literal, but we are learning 13 different Mesechtas that discuss these dif- different ways of understanding these sugis of Uksin. And we're, we're experts on it. So we should really be in the higher Madrega. That's, that's the question he has here. Why did they have Nisim? You see, if you want to say it's because of the learning they did, we are to some degree even on a higher Madrega, a higher level of learning. However, when Rabbi Yehuda, when they had a drought and they needed to have rain, and Rabbi Yehuda just took off one of his shoes as a sign of davening and and doing tshuva to bring down the rain, Osi, Mitro, the rain came down exactly what they needed. Vanan, Komitz, Tarino, Nafshin, 
And we, we're, we're davening, we're mitzar ourselves, and nothing's happening. We're not getting the rain. Okay, so what's going on over here? Mark gives an answer now. Mark gives an answer, and Mark is going to give a few examples, and that examples are going to be very difficult, at least myself. I, I assume you'll be in the same boat as me to understand the answer that the examples of the answer Gemara gives. And Gemara gives an answer that they were moiser nefesh. They were moiser nefesh. They gave up of themselves more. It's not just the learning. Give me an example. A person could come to learn and he walks down the block. He comes to learn and he learns stark. Or a person can drive 45 minutes to an hour to come to learn. It's a different level. Right? It's a different level for that. Okay? Now it doesn't mean if you live right down the block you should walk around for an hour first before you come here. But that's the understanding. The Moise Nefesh. That's the Gemara answer. So Amalei Abayi says back to his Chavar Apopa. Kamoi havikomastri nefshayu akedushas Hashem. The first, the early generations, they are Moise Nefesh and Kedushas Hashem. And therefore, anam lamesrin nefshin nefshin on Kedushas Hashem. We are not as Moise Nefesh as they were for Kedushas Hashem. Kihal. Now this is the first example of being Moise Nefesh for Kedushas Hashem. This kusis, this Rav Adbar saw this lady who was wearing a certain garment, an outer garment, maybe in a coat or some type of hat, that was was uh, not sneers. And he thought this lady was a Jewish lady who should not be wearing something like this in public because it's enticing men to look at her. So what did he do? He went and he took it off of her. So he says here, the Basisrael he become a and he pulled it off of her. the At the end, he found out that she's a kusis. She's not a Jewish lady, so it's not his business. Now you'll ask, what's the business if she is a Jewish lady? Apparently, he was a great man, and he felt it is his business. Okay, the and Shaimuha, and they they find him that he had to pay arba He had to pay a fine. Of 400 zoos to this lady. So if Adar Barava asked this lady, Mashmach, what's your name? Amrala, she says to him, Masun. My name is Masun. Okay, that's her Kusis name, her non Jewish name, Masun. Amrala, he says to her, if Adar Barava says, Masun, Masun. Arba, Ma, Zuzi, Shavya. Like he's like a playing words on the name, her name. The word, her name, she said, is Masun. Meya is like. Maya is like is like is like also Masayim uh, um, rather Masayim means two hundred. Masayim is similar to the name Masun. So he said Masun Masun is just to say, oh, you caused me to have to pay four hundred zoos. Okay, there's another explanation that this uh, actually the other way around. That had he been Masun, having mis- having the mission says in Pekiyavas, having Masun and Masinu Badin, you should be have dil- diligent in in judgment. Don't be so quick to judge. Be deliberate in judgment. It's also, it's a lotion of Messina. Okay? Be deliberate and have patience. And then this might not have happened. But this is actually a Gemara that we want to say that they were Moise Nefesh Akudushas Hashem. In other words, he embarrassed himself. He was wrong. He did the wrong thing. But he did it for what reason? For Kedushas Hashem. Fine. So that they were Moise Nefesh. That's why they're having more success with their Tfilos, with their Hatzlach in that regard. Now we have two other cases on such a, an example of this. 
Rav Gidol have a ruggle they have a ka'ozu v'yosev ha'ashare detfilo. Rav Gidol would sit, interestingly enough, at the entrance of the mikvah. The women would go to the mikvah, and Rav Gidol would be sitting there. And what would he tell them? V'amre lohu, hachi tevilo v'hachi tevilo. He says, let me tell you how to go to the mikvah. Maybe there was a young women who were going for the first times, or they were women who were uh, nursing or had babies, and, and they hadn't gone in a while, so they needed a refresher course. So Amalai Rabbanan Rabban said, like Mustafi Mara me Yitzahara, you're not concerned with Yitzahara. What are you doing by the mikvah over there? You know? You know, he's not seeing anything, but uh, even his conversations, you know, you're not concerned the Yitzahara is going to entice you. Amr Lahu, he says back, Rabbiel says back, Damin Ba'apai Kika Koke Khivroi. They, the women, in my eyes, are compared to white geese. And the same way I have no interest in white geese. I have no inclination for these women as well. And he's doing it just for the sake of the mitzvah. Similar case, Rabbi Yochanan have a rogel that have a ko'ozo v'yosef ashari detfilo. It's very famous that Rabbi Yochanan was a beautiful, handsome person. And he would sit at the entrance of, by the mikveh as well, so that the women, when they come out, they would see him. And if they would see him, and they would then have relations, they would have a child who would possibly look beautiful like him. Now, it sounds very strange at first. Is that all they care about, the physical beauty? But someone Farshim explained, you can learn like this, that the physical external beauty is a reference to what's the internal nisham of the person. And since the person is exceedingly beautiful outwardly, and you find similar to this, like they say, by Sari Menu. We just had the Pasha recently, that why are we praising Sari's beauty? Why do we care so much about the beauty? Or the other beautiful women of Klai Yisrael, who are such great Sikhanias. Why, why is that something to be praising? In Yiddishkeit, we don't focus on external beauty, but once again, the physical external beauty is a reference to what's really the sin in the Dabr, it's a sign that the Shamas are so beautiful as well. Let's see the case inside. So, he would sit, have a rogel de hava ko'ozu v'yosev ashari de tefila, he would sit at the entrance of the tefila, of the mikvah, amak yisalkon b'noi sisrael v'asim le tefila, me tefila, mistalkin bi, when they come out from the mikvah, they'll look at me. And they'll have beautiful children like me. So Amr Lai Rabbanon, Rabbanon said, Rabbanon said, You're not concerned of, uh, of Ayin Hara? You're not concerned of Ayin Hara? Amr Lai, Amr Lahu, he says to them, Rehichon says to the Chamim, I come, I'm a descendant of Yosef HaTzadik. And by Yitzhak Tzadik, excuse me, the Ayin Hara, the whole kinds of Ayin Hara, which we had on Amun Alif, that a person shouldn't open his mouth to an Ayin Hara, so here also, he should not, he should not, be, he will not be concerned because by the, those who are descendants of Yitzhak Tzadik, Ayin Hara does not apply to them. Where do you see that? Because the Pasuk says, Dechsev bein Peiras, Yosef bein Peiras, Ali Ayin. Above the eye. The passage says, is really read, above the eye. So the Yitzhahara of the Ayin Hara does not apply to the descendants of Yitzhah and Tzadik. And Rabbi Yechelen said, I'm a descendant of Yitzhah and Tzadik. You see another proof where the Ayin Hara does not apply to the descendants of Yitzhah and Tzadik. See over here, the Pasuk says, and they should have, by the bracha, by Yaakov Avinu, to, to uh, Yesav and Tzadik, he gives them a bracha, they should be so many, be careful, just like the fish 
in the sea, water covers up the fish, and the Ayin Hara does not affect them. So to the descendants of Yosef and Tzadik are not affected by the Ayin Hara. Another proof, the eye that did not want to benefit from that which was not his, in regards to Aisha's Paitifar, the wife of Paitifar. Yosef at Sadiq did not want to look at her. So to me, the Kinegan Mida, so, so, uh, the Ayin Hara is not going to affect him. The Chazal said, the Major says that she put this brace around his neck. And she had this, like there was a, like a, a sharp pin. You can't see my finger, my beard's there. There was a sharp pin underneath, over here. And if you put his head down, he'd get poked. So, you'd have to keep his head up. Did she put this, like, this brace around his neck like this? But what did he do? He kept his eyes down. He still kept his eyes down. He tried to avoid looking at it as much as possible. And the major says further, we're not getting into Aisha's point right now, then the conversation's about it, but, but the major says as well, she changed her clothing constantly, non-stop. So she'd be able to entice him. And that just goes on and on. But what did he do? Says Chazal over here, as we all know, from Soite Daf Lamed Vav. Lamed Vav, by the way, is Lamed Vav Tzadikim. Okay? And that's the Gemara over there that talks about how he was very overconquered the Yetz Sahara. So therefore, Ein Ein Hara should let this by. The Ein Hara does not affect him. Now, they also say, the Gemara, by regards to Rabbi Yechanan, who would go to the mikvah, so, Rabbi Yechanan had very heavy eyelids. As Gemara in Baba Kama, I think it's like Kufir Aleph, Kufir Beis, in the bottom over there, it talks about how Rabbi Yechanan, uh, his eyelids would cover his eyes. So, he didn't really see the women at all. I don't know why the Gemara doesn't entertain that answer. It could be the other Mepharshim, uh, bring that Gemara down. But it was more that they should see him, but not that he would see them. Yes? Let's continue now with the Mishnah on the bottom last line of the Omud. And the Mishnah says as follows. Noshim v'avodim uktanim. You have women, servants, and children. They are exempt from the mitzvah of Kriyashma. Women are tefillin, and they're exempt from tefillin. V'chayov mitfilo, but they're chayv to put in davening, of mezuzah, and they put up a mezuzah. Women have to, women avodim uktanim have to have mezuzah. And they have to bench. So what are they exempt from and what are they hired from? They're exempt from Kriyashma, okay, apart from Kriyashma, and from Tefillin. Those are the, what they're exempt from. But they're obligated to Davin, Mezuzah, and Benjamin. Now this is the famous Gemara of Mitzvah Eseshaz Man Groma, which means a time-bound Mitzvah. Women are exempt from time-bound Mitzvahs. Where is one of the sorts for that? Right here, our Gemara, and Chafamid Beis. So the Gemara says... That we learned in the Mishnah that Nashim are Patron Kriyashma. So why is the question? Pshita, of course they're Patron Kriyashma. It's Mitzvah's Eseh Shazman Gromahu. It's a time-bound, positive, time-bound Mitzvah. So we know, Nashim Any time-bound Mitzvah, women are exempt from. Mao the Tema, so why, why would I have to tell you this in the Mishnah that Nashim are Patron Kriyashma? Hoyel the Izba Malchushimayim, since Kriyashma is Machus which means you accept upon yourself Hashem as the Melech. So maybe I would have thought that they're Chayiv, Kamash No. They are Pater. They are Pater from Kriyashma. So we would have thought that since Kriyashma is so harsh and so important because it has in it accepting Hashem as the Melech, therefore, 
they should be chayiv, kamashal, and their potter. Or tefillin. So why does it tell me tefillin? Isn't tefillin also time-bound? So, of course, they're exempt from time-bound mitzvahs of tefillin. What's the chilish in that? Pshita. Ah, because since there's a connection between, there's a hackage between the mitzvah of tefillin and the mitzvah of mezuzah, so maybe, just like women have to put on a mezuzah on their doorpost, maybe they also have to put on tefillin on their, on their arm and their head. Kamash Malan, no, the Mishnah is going to tell us that women are exempt from putting on tefillin. Furthermore, then the Mishnah said what they're obligated in. Women are obligated to daven. So why are women obligated to daven? Gemara clarifies, because the davening, the whole concept of davening is by cautious rachim, is requesting Hashem's mercy. And women also need Hashem's rachim, Hashem's mercy. And the Gemara adds, now the time I might have thought, hoyol uksiv ba erev vavayk v'tzaroyim. In Tehillim, kapitol nun hei, pasigut ches. David HaMelech says, erev vavayk v'tzaroyim, the evening, the morning, and the afternoon, Asicha, I will speak, a reference to davening. David's saying he's davening to Hashem in all three times of the day. And Hashem listens to a tefillos. So I might have thought that it's commits essay Shazman Grama Dami, that tfilo is like it's time bound. There's three specific times of the day to daven. Kamash Malan, that Nashim are Chayavos and Tfila. Why are women Chayav and Tfila? Because it is in the category Nashim also need Rachamim, they need Hashem's mercy. What about Mezuzah? Why women Chayav to wear Mezuzah? To put, not wear to Mezuzah, to hang up Mezuzah on the doorpost. Pshito, of course a Chayav in the mezuzah, it's not a time-bound positive mitzvah. Because I would have thought since mezuzah is connected to Talmud Torah. And we know that Nashim Apatura is from Talmud Torah, so maybe they're also exempt from mezuzah. That's why the Mishnah has explicitly say that they are hired to put a mezuzah on their doorpost. Now, the Gemara here does not discuss the limud of Nashim being potter from Talmud It's just taking it, taking it as, a, as, a, as a fact. That's more of a discussion later on in different places. One of such as places, Saita, on Dachaf, over there. Now, in regards to Talmud by Nashim, they might be exempt from the actual limud, but they are definitely obligated in knowing the halachas that do apply to them. What about benching? Why does the Mishnah say benching? Pshita, of course they have to bench. Pashat. What's, what's the Chiddushness? Ma'o de teima, hoyol, uksiv, since it says in benching, b'seis Hashem lachem, ba'erev, ba'selechol, v'lechem, ba'baykelis, ba'yah. I might have thought since it talks about erev and ba'yker, evening and morning, by benching, when you're talking about in the Pasuk of the Mislayanim, those who were complaining, hoyol, uh, uksiv, by the Mislayanim says, Hashem will give you in the evening meat and bread in the morning to be satiated on. It's It's like a positive time-bound mitzvah. Once again, we do not say that. And women do have to bench. There's a whole different discussion. Uh, Taisus talks about it. The other Rishayim about benching, um, the, if, what is the, exactly the chiv, is the chiv the same way as men or not? But let's see over here, in regards to the myths of Kiddush Hayoim, 
there's a mitzvah of Kiddush Hayyim on Shabbos, on Yontif. Om Ravada Barava, Noshim Chayyavas with Kiddush Hayyim. Ravada Barava tells us women are Chayyav to make Kiddush. Dvar Toyer, Midaraisa. So, Frek Gemar Amai, why are they Chayyav? Mitzvah Esse Shazman Gromahu. Isn't this not a time bound, a positive time bound mitzvah? And any, any positive time by mitzvah women are exempt from. Um, Rabbiya, so Bayer wants to suggest, no, the chayv midurabbana. The chayv midurabbana. Not the chayv midurabbana, the chayv midurabbana. So the Gemara says, one second. I'm like, Rava, that doesn't make the, the most sense of an answer here. I have a hard vayatayra kamar. You told Ravad Baharava saying, mid the chayv midurais. Void, furthermore, furthermore, Kol mitzvah essay nischayvinu midrabbana. So we're saying like this: If you're telling me that the chayv and kiddush hayoyim to make kiddush on Shabbos to make kiddush on Yontif, so they should be chayv in all positive mitzvahs. Why tell me the potter until now? So I'll just finish this last piece here. Elo amarava amakra. The pasuk says zachor. Where does it say zachor in the first set of the dibris in Parshas Yisrael? Then it says Shamar in the second set of the Dibras by Parshat Veschanan. It's come to teach us, Kol any person who is Chayiv in the Loisa say of any Molacha, women cannot violate any love of Shabbos. Yeshne Bezichira, they also fall in the category of Zachar, as Yemesh of Zakashai. Vahani Nashi says the Gemara, Hoyl Vishnu Bishmira, Isnu Bezichira. In other words, why are women chayiv in the midst of Kiddush Hayyim? Women are chayiv in the midst of Kiddush Hayyim because they are obligated to make sure they don't violate any love of Shomer of Shabbos. They have to keep Shabbos. So the same way they have to keep Shabbos and not transgress in the love, they also have to do the positive of making Kiddush as well. But you can't learn that to all other time-bound mitzvahs. There's a specific limud specifically over here and only over here.